Yes, because what is happening to us is is truly the miracle that most of us are praying for, right? Like we are asking to be delivered. We're asking for growth. We're asking to be saved so many times. And the things that are happening to us and around us are the miracles. Welcome to the Serve Love Lift podcast. I'm Tiffany Garvin. Years ago on a quiet beach in Hawaii, I felt the weight of the pain and struggles we all face in this world and how much we need each other. Soon after, this movement was born to serve, love, and lift. I believe that we are meant to serve the world with our unique gifts, love ourselves and others, and lift each other up to live with joy. This podcast is here to help you heal your heart and your life and empower you on your path to becoming the best version of yourself. I invite you to listen carefully and jot down notes that come to mind, whether they come from me or from your own heart. Then share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get going. We have a wonderful guest on today's episode. It's the lovely Jamie Danforth. She's a mother of six, a dynamic and inspired mentor, and a successful entrepreneur with a heart of gold. Welcome, Jamie. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. My goodness, that's the sweetest thing ever. Seriously, I'm really excited to be here. I love today's topic, and I love the message that you bring. So grateful to be here with you. Wonderful. I love it. What really got me excited about having you on the show was when you were telling me about this project that you did with your daughter and her husband. Let's just jump right in because that really fleshes out the serve, love, lift topic. Awesome. I love it. So my daughter has been an amazing example to me. She since graduating high school, she did one year of college and then jumped into a program. It's called the International Language Program. And she spent about a year abroad in different countries teaching English. And what I love, so she and her husband, Seth, um, once they got married, they actually were able to go together to Nicaragua and also to the Dominican Republic. And the DR was their last trip. They were there for a little over four months. And as part of that, they every time they've gone somewhere, where she's kind of delivered some extra value, um, brought extra awesome uh, to the local people there. And this last trip was super fun because they decided they needed to do a park. Um, the place that they were at in the Dominican Republic, the kids literally did not have a place to play basketball, to run, to anything. Like it's just, you walk out the doors and you're on the street, there aren't backyards. And so these cutie kids at school are just, they got ants in their pants, right? They were having a hard time (laughs) sitting still and learning and all the things. And so they, I believe they were totally inspired to feel like they needed to add a playground there. And so they worked with the city and the city actually donated the land and they started gathering funds. And I... I just, I knew like it just popped up in my head. doTERRA has this incredible program, Healing Hands. And I reached out and they were incredible. Like they just made the whole process so easy for us. And so we raised the funds. They literally matched 100% what we raised. And so we were able, 
Yeah, it was awesome. We were able to come together with fifteen about $15,000 for this park. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, just the most incredible space um, close to the school so the kids can run during a recess break, but it's also for the community. So it was set up in such a way that people can go, families can go play, they can go use it. So I'm really grateful for my daughter and her example and her husband. Like they, <laughs> they for reals, like taught me what it looks like to, cause they loved these people, you know, loved the kids and saw an issue, saw something that they needed some backup with. And we were able to work together to really create a beautiful park. So one of the things that doTERRA offers in addition to matching the funds are their humanitarian, their hygiene kits. So these cutie kids, like, again, are super limited on their resources and the things that they have. And so when I went out there uh, to meet with my daughter and her husband to help bring some of this stuff together, I took a ton of hygiene kits out, like these gigantic suitcases that we packed full. And I might have had a garbage bag, like a big, huge black garbage bag running through the airport because <laughs> we were trying to get as many in there as we could. Um, and it was it was a very emotional experience for me because... Um, Yep, here I go. It was just the sweet little humble gratitude from these cute kids. Like they kept saying, this is for me. Like this is all for me. And they couldn't believe it. And I had taken, you know, the little one penny plastic frogs that you push and they hop. And, you know, those kids were over the moon. They just couldn't believe that that was for them. And so it was just a beautiful experience to see uh, what a lot of people and the hygiene kids, by the way, are donated by uh, doTERRA members. So it was something that it was not additional funds that we had to come up with. It was just something that was donated. And the healing cans process was brilliant. Actually, my daughter took care of almost all of that. It was online. They were really fast and quick to get that taken care of. She was like, mom, I can't believe this. This is amazing. And they, because they had a ton of logistics with the city side of things and getting the park approved, you know, getting contractors in place, like all the things. And so she was just saying what a big deal it was that the process was pretty seamless and smooth. So it was just, I'm very grateful. I got to be part of something that had such a huge impact and to get to see sweet little people who really like the, the amount of resources and things that they have is something that it's hard for us to imagine, I think over here. And it, it just was mind blowing to me. Like it taught me gratitude <laughs> in, in on, on a much bigger scale. So Oh, it's beautiful part of yeah love that. that is amazing so what inspired you to be so heart-centered I mean is that just how you came out of the womb is that just <laughs> who you are or was there some experience throughout your life that really led you to nurture that part of you and to lean into that side that's a really good question because it's been a journey for me, honestly, like just life experiences taught me to be pretty, um, I've been very on point, very responsible, very like get things done, you know, make things happen. I always felt a calling in my heart to share that the world is good and that every one of us is here to experience joy and expansion and connection. I always knew that, but I, I've spent a lot of my life in a space of, but how do I survive, you know? And so it's been, I would say my kids honestly have been one of my greatest teachers. Like if, as I've watched them go live life, wow, sorry if you're getting all the tears today. It's perfect. Um, it's perfect. 
is as I've watched my kids go live their lives because they have good hearts and they feel called to really good things. I've learned a lot and and also just my own personal life journey. Um, I, I kind of hit a point where I needed to do my own um, self-work and I, I had to shift to a space where I needed to learn to listen to my heart and my soul a lot more. And that's where I discovered I love I love community. I love connection with people and this really powerful belief that we can do amazing things when we're working together. And so I really, I have a huge passion to help, um, to help all of us stop surviving, right? I feel like so much of the world, we are just trying to get by people. We're all trying to keep our heads above water and, and that elusive joy and like fulfillment, it feels so un unattainable sometimes and so and I've discovered that those things do not come from our circumstances it's actually switched like as we start to feel those and have a hope for joy and vibrancy and fulfillment our circumstances actually change so I um it's been a huge blessing for me to start looking out and to start loving my people even more deeply and more genuinely as I've um, done my own my own work, so that's a long, not fast, easy answer. <laughs> but no, I okay. I think my heart came that way. I think my soul loves loves that, but my brain didn't catch up until recently. <laughs> so, yeah, and that was life. It was the hard stuff, right? That yeah. owned yep. that natural instinct into finally manifesting yep. and. What a testament to, to it's okay that we struggle, right? It's okay that we go through hard things. In fact, we have to. We do. Did you say that? Oh, absolutely. And it's not pretty. I'll say that too. Oh. I, I have a beautiful sister who's been an awesome mentor for me. She's had her own her own struggles and is a, an amazing warrior. She's battled like addictions and things like that. And she told me when I was kind of starting this whole process, which happened because I, I broke, <laughs> like I really did hit a place of, I just couldn't dig myself out anymore. And she was telling me how these changes and this growth, it's, it's like the process of a caterpillar emerging from a cocoon and, and changing, you know, becoming a butterfly. And there's actually a beautiful poem written about this. Wish I had it memorized. I don't, <laughs> but the idea is, it is sticky, messy, dark, you know, as we, as we take the challenge to emerge, but that it one way is life and one way is death. If, if a butterfly stops fighting and does not fully emerge from the cocoon, it doesn't make it, but butterflies who are resilient and strong and beautiful and so inspiring, if they keep fighting and make their way out of that messy, dark cocoon they they hit their full measure right where they can inspire and lift but i do love this idea that we have to focus on ourselves first before we can inspire and lift and at that point it's it becomes natural it doesn't have to become our mission it's not what we are always focusing on how do i say the right thing or do the right thing but it's simply our lights get brighter as we fight and move forward and embrace our fullness right so it's just so, so beautiful and natural. And I know I love seeing that wake up in other people. I love it when the switch flips and, and we start to embrace our vibrancy and our full measure instead of just our survival mechanism, you know? Oh, that's so perfect. 
So who inspires you? You've got to have seen this example in somebody else. Who is that? Maybe besides your older sister, or is that is that who it is? I feel super blessed along the way. I've been inspired by everyone, including the not easy people. <laughs> oh, I mean, wow. we all have people that are really easy to love and really mm -hmm. easy to snuggle, you know, and to to want to be close to. But I, a lot of my growth has come from people who were hurt hardy for me um, because it helped me to hear the hurt, you know, that, um, okay, here we go. Deep breath. Um, the hurt that I buried forever, like I just didn't have time for that. You know, it was just, I needed to keep moving. I needed to keep like just making stuff happen and take care of everybody. And so it's been, I, I would say I've been, blessed like I, I truly believe God put all the right people in my path even even the ones that felt hard you know for a minute because they were my best personal trainers right like they're the ones that made me really have to dig deep and learn and listen to like one of my things that I love love teaching people is paying attention to our emotions I believe that our emotions are our personal GPS system so um, if we can really pay attention in the moment I'm feeling this why am I feeling that? You know, instead of don't feel that, oh my gosh, don't be mad. Like that would be terrible. Don't be sad. Oh no. But why do I feel sad right now? Why am I kind of feeling a little frustrated right now? And typically it's our spirit, you know, letting us know we're out of alignment somewhere. There's something that's a little bit off that is pulling us away from our power. Right. Yeah. So we are really, and, and it takes, it takes a lot of courage to pay attention to emotions because they are messy sometimes. And, and they also can just throw us and get us off of our nice, comfortable, clean path that we can see. But I, I am just here to say, and, and to really testify that the beauty and the power and the miracles are off of the path that, that we have always seen in front of us. So it's just, um, I, again, I really believe that God directs us to expansion. Like he leads us to places that allow us to really become like our best measure. So. Wow. And then the trust that it requires in us <laughs> to, to not fight against it so much. Right. Uh, I think very. The natural instinct to fight against pain, to fight against hard things and try to push it away or get past it as quickly as possible when what you're saying is so true and so right, but it requires a deep sense of trust that, that you will get through and that there will be that necessary yeah. growth at the end of it, that you will be in a better place at the end of it, that it won't hurt so bad at some point. Um, where did you develop that kind of faith and trust? I think that's a work in progress. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. it's still part of my work that I'm doing. Um, it is difficult for me to let go like that. Like I think it is for most of us for sure. Um, and a lot of that came, like I said, I, I hit a bottom, you know, I, I don't feel like I really had an option, yeah. but learn how to let go and, and let God truly. And so it's, but some of the things that I do to help keep myself on that path is 
for sure journaling. Like I, <laughs> I've been told by so many mentors, so many brilliant people that I do look up to and, and learn a lot from that journaling is important. And I've discovered this, like, as I write down my conversations I have with people or um, experiences that I've had, I write that down in my journal and I go back later and I reread and I underline the things that stand out to me. And those are the things that I spend time on when, when I'm meditating, when I'm taking my personal quiet moments, because I found that most of the nuggets that truly lead us um, on, on this clear path is they they're buried sometimes like, cause our, our brains are wired to keep us where we are. Right. And so a lot of those truths that we can feel in our soul and in our heart, they are by, by design of our brains, they are pushed down so that they don't come to our awareness very easily. So I just am here to say it takes work. <laughs> it's not like oh, I'm going to just choose to do whatever, you know, God says, like, I'm just going to move forward and have this amazing path. I've discovered it's not like that. Like it really does take consistent effort. It's worth it. Like it's so worth it to be able to live um, true to yourself, but it takes practice. You know, it takes setting aside time for yourself. I don't think we can shortcut that process and time is hard, right? time is so tricky and and there's the voices in our head that are like you're too busy you've got to take care of this person this person this person you you don't have time to write in your journal today you know you don't have time to connect with that person that you know lifts your heart um so it's those choices that we have to practice making on a regular basis i love it and, and really leaning into the choices part right it's yep. choosing that path even if the path doesn't turn out exactly like you it and want it to happen it's still that choice it's choosing to move forward it's choosing to keep going even when it's so hard it's choosing to practice it's choosing to dismiss those negative thoughts it's it's so much about our agency and us taking hold of the reins of our lives and and choosing into growth choosing into I, I'm going to ride this to the end. <laughs> it's gonna. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to choose better, even if it's hard and even if it's just that little bit each day. Uh, I love that, like you're saying, it, it comes down to that and recognizing the power that we do have to direct our lives. Even if it feels like it's chaotic, we still have the choice to respond in a way that will get us closer to where we want to go and stay in alignment with who we are. Yep, absolutely. And coming up with kind of your own personal mantra along the lines of um, like, okay, God wants me to have even more than what I can picture for myself, right? And everything that happening that is happening is for my good, for where I am right now. So whatever the situation is that you're in the middle of right now, it is the perfect place for you to be because it will inspire, it'll wake up, it will cause you to dig deeper to be able to expand and to grow. And so just developing that trust, and I do have things I tell myself all the time because sometimes it's like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm still here and this is happening and oh my goodness. And so taking that time to start to retrain and see our struggles as blessings. Okay, so one of the things that I has been hard for me, we talked about it a second ago, but I wanted to kind of sit with it for a second to really let it resonate is that 
that what I believe really makes the difference, and I'm I'm still learning this, but being able to lean into the faith that God wants even more for me than I want for myself. And not only that, he knows who I am outside of my personal beliefs about myself, right? So I kind of have my own personal beliefs that tell me I can do this much, you know, or I can feel this much or enjoy this much. And God's like, whoa, no, (laughs) like you're like, there's no limit, right? And so I, being able to come up with your own personal mantra that to the effect that everything that you are in right now is for your highest, best good. Like you might not like the timing, you might not like the circumstances, but it is what is needed for your next step. So it's the, it's God preparing you for the next step into the person you are. And so finding a way, um, having kind of that mantra that cycles through your head, that God is bringing all the best things into your your realm right into your alignment is beautiful to know that you're being watched over and guided and directed by a higher power delivered truly. So, yes, I love that. All of that, that, that belief that we have is in ourselves so much less than what he knows we're capable of. I love that. And so it's probably with that perspective then that he does allow us to have these challenges and these hard things because he knows that they will nurture out of us that stronger being that brighter space that bigger vision for our lives than we like truly break through the mold huh but it's scary to break your mold (laughs) because (laughs) what you've been told is safe and it's and it's okay for you to be there right like it's in this this is an okay place for you to be and so breaking through that i love how you use the word nurturing because god does nurture i oh this image just popped in my mind of a seed emerging from the ground right the seed doesn't have to be like i think i can i think i can like bust through this you know like but the seed just has to be like choose to be and god nourishes the growth like he nourishes that emerging right so we can truly find peace in our journey, like just learn to be so that God can nurture us into emerging. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. That is so, so yummy. There are times when we do need to kind of self-talk and encourage ourselves, Mm -hmm. but I love that visual of no, if you really just let go and you surrender and you say, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm just going to be, I'm going to yeah. be, I'm going to do the thing. And the Lord does the rest. He creates that environment, those nutrients and the challenges and whatever it is that helps that beautiful little plant grow and become what it's not, it's not doing something extraordinary it's just being itself oh my goodness I it's love incredible it. and I think even being able to learn to watch our journeys with awe right the miracle of a plant emerging and growing and becoming is so incredible we we're like a million times that right like on so many different levels and so being able to find a way and maybe this is where journaling is beautiful is it it can help us step back and watch with awe our journey, like these discoveries and awarenesses that come and watch our growth in our struggles. So like 
really truly recognizing that it is in our struggles that we become, you know, that we grow. So I just, it's not, uh, it's, it's not like a bystander experience. <laughs> it's like we're in there, you know, and, and it is, it's this process that like we talked about earlier is it's messy and it's okay. Like it's okay to be messy and, and truly this was a really hard thing for me um, because part of my, like, I'm okay was I'm on top of stuff. I get things done. I, you know, all the whatevers. And so one of my biggest learnings is being able to be a mess in front of my people, you know, not um, always polished or saying the right things or, or whatever, but to be vulnerable. Brené Brown um, actually has so many beautiful things about this. Like, um, she talks about how our vulnerability really is, is, is what determines our connection to other people. And so if we always have to be in a box of perfect or a box of good enough or whatever that looks like for each of us, we miss this opportunity to connect and to be lifted by our people and, and also to feel loved. Like we can't love ourselves or believe that others love us if we're so wrapped up in trying to look good enough or be good enough. And so being able to truly come and find love for ourselves is I believe one of the hardest journeys any of us can undertake, but it's also one of the most rewarding, you know, to, and, and I still, that's something I still am journeying through and I'm grateful for good people that I've been able to be vulnerable with that have really reinforced that love, made it easier for me to feel love for myself. But um, ultimately it's, it's, we are responsible for that, right? Like asking God to show us who we are, to let us see our beauty and our amazingness. So you are amazing. You really are. That's so perfect. I love everything. For you. Oh my goodness. This is, this is perfect. <laughs> and so okay. this, maybe that is one of the things like our common friend, our sweet friend, Jen, who has yeah. posed that and said, when you're struggling, when you're in that space, when you're in the middle of, ah, ask the question, how is this perfect? It lets you get into a mindset of receiving helpful information, right? It's it's setting your reticular activator to a different thing, right? Other than, okay, all of these things are attacking me and that's all I'm seeing versus, okay, how is this perfect? What is going to show up for me? What is showing up for me? How am I showing up that I haven't been able to before? And yeah. a myriad of beautiful things that can help us recognize the perfectness of it, the truth of yeah. it, the trust in it, our power that we, like you mm. say, journaling, you can recognize when you ask those questions, honestly, instead of what the world says is, well, why me? Why, mm -hmm. why is this happening to me? Instead of going there yep. with an honest, curious, genuine question why is this for me how is this perfect yes because what is happening to us is is truly the miracle that most of us are praying for right like we are asking to be delivered we're asking for growth we're asking to be saved so many times and the things that are happening to us and around us are the miracles like if we can truly step out into the space of awe and awareness, right? Instead of survival, instead of like, oh my gosh, now I got to take care of that. Now I got to figure that out. Now I've got to like, oh, 
what is the perfect in this for me? I love that. That's so beautiful. Oh, this is, I love this. So what one message as we wrap up this yummy conversation, which I really don't want to end, but <laughs> what one message, if you could speak it to the world, would you want to share? Wow. Okay. I just had 10 thoughts. <laughs> come to my head. You can share more um, than one. <laughs> okay. My first one is find your love for yourself. Like do your work to be able to love and choose yourself. Um, the second thing is live vibrantly now. Like don't wait to be a tree, <laughs> you know, don't wait until you think you look deserving or worthy or perfect enough to, to have a vibrant life. Um, choose it now, choose to feel joy and to feel light. And, and I promise your circumstances, they will align, like they will begin to match what you're feeling inside. Um, and then the last one is pay attention to your emotions, like really, truly honor what you are feeling, even if you're like, Ooh, but it's bad. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I feel grumpy at that person or whatever, there's a reason, you know, your, your spirit is letting you know that there's an offness somewhere, a boundary or a something that needs tweaked. Right. So, um, our emotions were given to us as a gift and as a compass. And so take time to honor and reflect, um, what comes up for you. So, but ultimately life is good and there with our community, our people, like we can help each other be on a joyful path today. It doesn't, we don't have to have things be perfect first. Like we can truly be joyful and vibrant today. So that's, that's what I love to share. And I know that it's out there for each of us. Thank you for being with me. Remember to share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. Don't want to wait for next week for new insights and wisdom? Go to www.tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing for a free guide to help you begin healing the emotional wounds that are holding you back. Again, the link is tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing. It will be in the show notes as well. I believe in you. See you next week.